good evening, brothers and sisters. We have been talking about fulfilling the covenant. But in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus himself has fulfilled the covenant for us. And now we are just to live out that covenant. So uh, because of what Jesus has done, he has made us to be a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people specially chosen as the possession of God. This is the life that we are to live out. And uh, last week we learned that in order to do that, we need to know all the wills of God so that we can live pleasing to Him and, and live worthy of that name. Because this is a, a high calling. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. And uh, so we, we need to live worthy of this calling that, or, or, or that He has already uh, made us. And uh, tonight we want to continue in this teaching by saying, if we want to live worthy of this calling, we need to know the supremacy of Christ. And uh, many of us, we hear people talk, especially in the world today, about our right. You know, what I like, what I don't like. And uh, so there is there's no sense of who God is. It's what they want, right? Self is at the center. I'm talking about Christian. I don't want to talk about others. I want to talk about those who claim to believe in God and following God. And even in the way they do things or ministry, right? So we, we really need to know the supremacy of Christ so that when we do things, it's about Him. It's not about what I like to hear, what I like to do. It's what is His will? What does He want from me? And so, that's why the Bible uh, tells us who Jesus is. Let's read it in Colossians. Colossians 1, verse 15 to 20. Colossians 1, verse 15. He said, the Son, Jesus, the Son, is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. For in Him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything He might have the supremacy for God was pleased to have all His fullness 
dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. So the Bible tells us that God the Father, God wants to make Jesus the Son supreme in everything. You know, when the Word of God says everything, it is everything. Things visible, things invisible, things tangible or not tangible, powers, thrones, dominions. So God wants to make Christ, Jesus, His Son, supreme in everything. And so that's why when we truly know Jesus, we will live unto Him. We will live for Him because of the supremacy of Christ in everything. It means every areas of our life. You know, whether it's in the family, whether it's in church, in the things we do, how we deal with people, Christ is supreme. He is Lord. He is God. And we live to honor Him. So when people, Christians, talk about, you know, I feel like that. I like to hear this, or, or I don't like to hear that. You know, we, we really do not have that honor and that fear of God and that worship in our heart for God. Even though we may talk and sound spiritual, but when we understand Christ is supreme in everything, we are just His servant, as the Apostle Paul says. We are just His servant. We're here to serve Him. We're here to serve His purpose. It's what He wants. It's not even in what I do. Is whether I'm doing what He wants me to do. So Christ is supreme. And so in order for us to live worthy of this calling, we know that He is supreme. And that's why we live unto Him. So uh, let's go into the Word of God and, and so that we know Him as the Word of God tells us or explains to us. And so, the first thing is Christ, God wants to reveal Christ as supreme in His creation. Christ is the Son, right? Verse 15, the Son is the image of the invisible God. So Christ is the only begotten. He is the Son. And the uh, he is an image of the invisible God. We cannot see God because he said God is invisible. But to make him, to reveal himself known to us, he sent us his son. And he's telling us that when you see Jesus, you see the son of God, you see him because he's the exact representation of the father. So that is 
Jesus. He is God. He is God the Son. And, and, and sometimes Christians, we, we take Him for granted. Because we, in our mind, even though at the back of our mind we know that He's God, but we look at the human Jesus, the Word in the flesh. And we, because of that, we sometimes treat Him as if He is our servant. He is here to serve me. He is my passport to heaven. It's all about us. But when we understand the supremacy of Christ, He is God. He is the image of God. There is an honor in our heart. There is a fear and trembling in our heart, even though we know He is the Christ. We know He is the Savior. And uh, we thank Him for what He has done. But we, we know that He is Lord. He is Lord. Our life is to submit to Him, is to live for, for Him and for His purpose. And so, the Word of God wants to stress to us that He is God. He is the Creator. Even though He's the firstborn of all creation, He is the Creator. And But because God became flesh. He doesn't want us to think that, oh, He's one of us. No, yes, He's one of us, but He's before all things. He's the firstborn of all creation. So we must always know that He is God, He is the Creator, and even though He is our Savior, so we live to honor Him. And... The Word of God is very clear that when He created the Word, He created us. We are to live for Him. Let's look at verse 16 again. Uh, verse, uh, let's see. Yeah, verse 16. For in Him, in Jesus, all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth visible and Invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. So we know that He is Creator. Everything we see, ourselves, and it is for Him. For Him. What is your purpose in life? Is it for Him? How do you live your life? Is it for Him or for yourself? In all that we do, is it for Him? Because the Word of God tells us that the creation is created for Him. It's about Him. It's not about what I like, what I want. It's for Him. And uh, we are to continue to live in Him because when He created the world, that wasn't the end. Everything holds together in Him. Let's continue. Uh, 
to 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 see from the scripture. You know, everything holds together uh, in verse 17. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. All things hold together. You see, if Christ is not in the all things, your life is is fragmented. And that's why some people, they this area, oh, you know, Christ is, is, is in it. And so they, they really serve God and, 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 you know, seems to be doing well. But in another area, Christ is not in it. So their life is fragmented. You know, you can, you, sometimes we are so contradictory. Hey, this person is so good and he loves God. And why is he doing that? You see? Because Christ is not supreme in their life. Christ is not in the all things. Because in all things, he, he holds everything together. So the supremacy of Jesus is saying Jesus is Lord. He, he, he rules over all areas, all things, the minute things, the big things, everything. And so that's, that's, why, that's how we live worthy of Him. Because some, some people, they are... They seem to be doing so well in, in one area, but in another, they tear down what they are doing in the kingdom of God. Okay, so uh, he sustains all things. He holds all things together in him. And that's why we are to continue to live dependence on him. And that's why uh, we want to know his will. That's why we want to know him so that we may know his ways so that we can live for Him. Okay, so the supremacy of Jesus, when we know who He really is, then our life, we will live for Him. And that's what we are created for. So we align ourselves with His purpose. It's never about us. It's never about what we want to do, what we like to do. Is about Him, what He wants of us. And we can be sure that the things that He wants us to do, we also delight in doing it because there's so much joy in it. There's so much satisfaction in fulfilling God's will. We become who we really are in creation. We live out our true life. Rather than trying to chase a life that is after this world, the ways of this world. And when we get it, yes, we are happy for some time, but it never satisfies us. And that's why some people, they live for the praises of people. And it's forever wanting to hear the praises of people. It's not because somebody has praised them and then they are so happy and they are satisfied. No. They continue to hunt for the praises of people or else they'll be hurt, they'll be frustrated, they'll be angry, uh, they will be discouraged. You see, this is not recognizing the supremacy of Jesus. When we recognize the supremacy of Jesus, our satisfaction is in Him. When we do what He wants, we are so happy, we are so pleased. 
and we're not after what other people are giving, giving us, even though we can be happy about that, right? So when we really recognize the supremacy of Christ, we will live for Him. And then the second thing from the scripture, we're going to talk about the supremacy of Christ in redemption, in what He has done for us. Let's look at verse 18. Colossians 1, the same passage. And He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything He might have the supremacy for God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in Him and through Him to reconcile all things, whether things on earth, things in heaven, by making peace through His blood shed on the cross. So in His work of redemption to the cross, to His shed blood, when He has done that, He becomes the head of the church. He becomes the head of the body, the church. And uh, because now the Word has become flesh, now the Son of God has come into our world and take on the physical body. And then He becomes the head of the church the physical church. So God wants us to know the supremacy of Christ because some of us, yes, we say Jesus is the head of the church, but we do our own thing. We say that every knee shall bow, but our knees do not bow to Him. We do what we want. So the Word of God wants us to recognize when He is the head of the church, this is God. And that's why immediately he says he is the beginning and then the firstborn from among the dead. So God really wants to know when we look at the Son of Man, we look at Jesus, we do not take him for granted as man. Yes, in the back of our mind, he is the Son of God. But He wants us to know the supremacy of Christ. He is in the beginning. He is in the beginning. He is the Creator. And when He came in the flesh, the Word of God said, the fullness of God dwells in Him. For God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in Him. Again, God wants us to know the Jesus that we know, even though we treat Him as friend, as Savior, but we, we should never ever take Him for granted because He is the beginning. He is before all things. He is the Lord. He is God. So when we have that understanding, when you really know the supremacy of Christ in redemption in the church. And you know the church is His body. Then you will know how to carry yourself in the church. Or else some of us, we really do not know that we are hurting the body of Christ. 
we are hurting Jesus. Through the word that we speak, to the criticism that we make against his church, against the leader, we are rebelling against Christ, who is the head of the church. So that's why we really, you know, it's not just talk. It's really having that, that, that reality in our hearts that we know that this Jesus, who is the head of the church, the, the church is his body. It's his body. When I come against the church, I come against his body. You know, some time ago, there was a particular person who did a lot of damage to one of our ministry, to her words, to her action. And I have to WhatsApp this particular person and tell this person that God will judge us through the words that we have spoken. And I have to remind that person, this is the body of Christ. This is the work of God. Because the person is a Christian. You see, so sometimes we Christians, we can say, oh, Jesus is the head of the church. But we really do not recognize the supremacy of Jesus. Because when we recognize that, we will recognize this body is holy. This body should be glorious. And we will do everything to, to minister, we will do everything so that this body, the body of Christ, will reflect Him. Rather than putting down as if, well, that is the body of Christ, this is not the body of Christ. So some people, they attack another church as if that is not the body of Christ. So we, if we have the supremacy of God, then we recognize that we are in one body and we would not do that kind of thing. So now that Jesus confined himself in the body, God wants us to know the fullness of God was given to him in the body. And so we would not take things for granted. We will know that God is in the house. God is in his church. And uh, so when, when we know that Jesus is the head of the church, the body, then we know there is a structure because the body has a structure. We'll know there are leaders that God has set and it's His leaders. It's His leaders that He has set. And if you, if you recognize the supremacy of Christ, you will not go against the leader. Even though there may be things that happen, you think, you know, so you will... Uh, uh, do things to, to, to bring about uh, the, the, the glory of God to come in, right? And we know in certain situations, it is obvious that we cannot associate with that kind of situation. And, and it's, it's obvious, then there's no choice. But if it's about personality, 
if it's about certain things that, you know, certain things that that uh, uh, happens, we got to recognize the supremacy of Christ and allow Him to work in those situations. Okay, so it's through the body, it's through building up the body that we manifest that great nation, that holy nation that Jesus has called us. And so we recognize it is uh, through the church, through the body of Christ, that this will happen. And uh, so we, we know how to submit, we know how to minister one to another. Uh, and then to, it tells us that Jesus, He uh, He's the firstborn from among the dead, verse 18. The firstborn from among the dead. That means Jesus is the resurrection. And Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus is, is so powerful because it is the victory of all victories. It defines all other victories because through the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus defeated death, conquered death and demonstrated he defeated our enemy the devil okay so uh, that's why this is a very powerful truth in the church that god wants to emphasize to us that he is the firstborn for among the dead that means we too have that resurrection power in us we too because of jesus because of supremacy of jesus we too will enter into victory when we recognize that uh, that uh, uh, victory of jesus And through his resurrection, the Bible tells us that God has placed him above everything. In Philippians 2, verse 9. Philippians 2, verse 9. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So can you see, the resurrection established the supremacy of Jesus by God the Father, and put in above every name, every authority, every position, And he becomes the head of the church. And so through his resurrection, he entered into the most holy place with that human body on our behalf so that we can enter into the holy place. And he reconciled all things to himself. So he becomes Lord of all things. through His shed blood, through His cross. So now we live out our created purpose and what He wants in the church through our role in the church because He's the head of the church and He's before all things, before all creation. So we live out our creative role. 
that God has created you to be. First, it was for Him. We live for Him. Now we live out our creative role, who we are because of Him. Uh, and thirdly, we got to continue to live by faith. We got to continue to live by faith in the hope of Jesus. What Jesus has done for us. Let's continue to read Colossians 1, 21 to 23. He said, once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your mind because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation if you continue in your faith. Establish and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is a gospel that we heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven of which I, Paul, have become a servant. So, what we have learned about what Jesus has done, the supremacy of Jesus, because of who he is, because of what he has done for us. And he has made us to be that holy nation, that royal priesthood, the special possession of, of God, reconcile us to God himself. So now we need to live by faith. Because as we say, this is what Jesus has done. We, we are here. This is what He has done. He's lifted us up. But so now we have to live up this life. And it is by faith. It is by faith. Verse 23, if you continue in your faith, establish and firm, do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. That is the gospel we have heard. We are made royal priesthood, holy nation. God's special people. That's the hope. That's the gospel. And now we've got to live by faith. Live out this life by faith. So we mentioned last time, God has given us the authority, the inheritance, the power to do it. We can do it. But we have to continue. Because we can start well. You know, a lot of people start so well, so enthusiastic, so full of fire. But it doesn't last very long. But if we know the supremacy of Christ, we know His Lord, His, His Lord over all of our life, we will press on. We will press on, even though there is difficulties. It's obviously the, the Bible is knows, God knows that we will face challenges, we will face setbacks, we will fail, we will sin. But that's why we need to understand the supremacy of Christ, because when we understand that, we will be one with Him. Because it say, once you were alienate, alienated from God, you were cut off from His life. But now, in this new covenant, you are reconciled with Him. You are one with Him. You are receiving His life in you. Jesus has brought you into the covenant, into His family. Now you are that royal priesthood. 
So, so the important thing is our mind has to agree with God. Because he said previously your mind is enemy. It's any, your enemies in your mind with God. But now our mind has got to be transformed, has got to be changed. Because of the word of God, we have to believe and agree with what God says. And so we have to, you know, we have to agree and say, I am that holy nation. I am that royal priesthood. I am that special possession of God. I have the power and authority given by God to lift this up. So we become friends of God in our mind. We agree. When God says we can, we say, yes, we can. But in, in reality, we haven't done it yet. We, we are not successful yet. But we move on by faith. This is what God says. We continue to press on. Because why? Because the enemies will come and accuse us. And that's why the word of God continues to say, you are holy in His sight. So we, we believe by faith what God says, that I'm holy in His sight. Because the enemies will come and say, look what you have done. Look, you failed. Look, you have sinned. And begins to accuse us, begins to attack us and oppress us. So that we feel that, oh no, we cannot. Oh, we are not that holy people. We are not that holy nation. You know, so, so all the voices of the enemies begin to come against us. And in the natural, justly so, because we make a mess of things. We, we have not done what we should be. But the word God tells us this is by faith. He continue to believe what Jesus has done. Because why? Why it can happen? The supremacy of Christ. He is over all things. Every knee has to bow. Sin has to bow before Him. Unrighteousness has to bow before Him. Demons have to bow before Him. The supremacy of Christ. So our mind begins to agree with God and, and we're being set free because we hold on to His Word. We continue in faith, establish and, and firmly establish in the hope that we have. So when we continue to hold on and uh, move in faith, and we know the supremacy of Christ, we can never aim too high. We can never aim too high because of the supremacy of Christ and because of His life in our life. So what God, whatever God said, it is true. It is true because of the supremacy of Jesus, because of what Jesus has done. And so we, we are not living uh, uh, defensively, trying not to sin. No. We are living offensively because Jesus has made us that royal priesthood, that holy nation. Jesus has, is the firstborn from the dead, you know, have victory over the enemy. So we live offensively because we believe in Jesus and we am high because of the high calling of God. Because He has already made us to be that holy nation, that royal priesthood. Okay, so we live by faith. Right? So this morning, uh, this evening, 
God wants us to live worthy of His calling, worthy of the covenant that He has brought us into. And in order to, for us to, to continue to, to, to aim at that, what God has for us, we've got to understand the Jesus we believe. He's supreme over all things. He's supreme. And we live in fear and honor of Him. We live as His servant. We live for Him because we are created for Him, for His purpose. And because we know Him, we are able to live out our creative purpose that God has made us. And so we am, we am high because we believe in Him, because He's supreme. And He will make things happen because that's His will, right? So we are not confining ourselves in our own thinking, in our human will. We are saying, God, we believe what you say. We know you have raised us up so high. And we just trust in you. We just go for it. And by your grace, by the power that you have given to us, we will get there. We will get there. But now we just move in faith in Jesus. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your greatness. We thank you for opening our eyes to see the supremacy of Jesus in all things. Jesus, you are Lord, you are God, and we believe in you. We believe in what you say, and our, that we are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are that special people chosen by you to declare your praises that we've come out of the power of darkness into your light. And Lord, we pray that your name will be glorified through us and that our whole life will be living for your purpose because you are supreme over all things. You are our Lord. So, Lord, we pray that you will continue to work in our lives so that this will not be just what we say, but it will manifest in our life in everything that, that, that we, we do and we live. May your name and your name alone be glorified. We thank you. Bless your people, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again next time.